Freak Nation, we lost track of how many race wins that uh, Greg Anderson's won in a lifetime. All right, let's make it 98. <laughs> and he surpasses the professor in Warren Johnson. And I think the first question that I have is, uh, what was it like to get that phone call from Warren Johnson once you passed him up, oh, really? Greg Anderson, uh, with those race wins at Pro Stock, buddy? How did I know that was the first question out of the gate? It's, uh, I don't know, I think I got to get a hold of Verizon tomorrow because I, I don't seem to be getting incoming calls. I, I don't know what's going on. There's got to be something wrong with my phone. I mean, at least I don't, I'm not getting any from the Atlanta, Georgia area. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. It, it must be a blackout in the Atlanta, Georgia area on, with Verizon's on Verizon's part. That's that's what hmm. I'm thinking. Well, you know, I say that in jest because I know you're not going to get a phone call from Warren Johnson, who at the time had more pro stock wins than anybody on the planet. And then you decided to come up there and take care of business. Uh, let's go back a few years with all these race wins that you've been accumulating. You, you've had more ups than downs, but your downs have been kind of wicked as well. Uh, where is the state of Greg Anderson now holding on to the most race wins in pro stock? Are you, could you just ret return the keys tomorrow and be happy with what you've done? I suppose I could Kenny, but no, I haven't, I haven't lived for breaking Warren Johnson's record. I, I tell everybody every time they ask me, you know, when are you going to give this up? And, and, and my answer is, is, is as soon as I can't win anymore. I, I go to these races to win. I always have. I don't go to place or to show. I don't enjoy that. You get your most fun out of winning. That's what it's all about to me. And, and I'm still able to win. So am I satisfied with where I'm at? No, because I think I'm still capable of winning. You know, I've got a great, great car. The HendrickCars.com Chevy has been absolutely bad to the bone all year. And, and quite honestly, I should have probably broke this record long ago. And, and I've dropped the ball a few times this year. I haven't got it done. But still, the bottom line is it's a great package. And, and you know, I can still win. And as long as I can still win, I'm going to keep, keep digging. And obviously, the next goal is 100. Hmm. If I can get to 100, we'll set a new goal. But I, uh, I'm i not ready to cash it in yet and call it a season or call it a career. I believe it was last year we were talking to you about chasing 100, and you didn't really want to mention numbers at that time. You seem to be a little bit more comfortable with that now. It seems like the closer I got to it, the more I became okay with it. And when <laughs> I finally got to tie more, and then, I, then I finally came to the realization it's going to happen. I really think it's going to happen. And I think before that, when I was two, three, four away, I still had doubts that it could happen. And there's no guarantee what tomorrow brings in this class. Obviously we had the whole COVID shutdown and, and, and reduction in races and wondering if we'd ever get to the damn racetrack again. So you just never know how many more opportunities you're going to get. And when I finally, you know, broke through and, and got the tying win that uh, it just like a light went off in my head. I can do this. We're going to get this record. And uh, I have a great opportunity. Now we're able to race the rest of the season and NHRA is on the upswing again. And the class is doing great. The class is, the best it's ever been. The pro stock class right now is absolutely the best it's ever been. The competition is the toughest it's ever been, which makes it the hardest to win. But still, it's it's thriving and it's going to go on. So that, that gave me the confidence that, that I was going to be able to get it done. And, and yeah, it probably took a few races longer than it should have. But we did get it done. And, and now it's on to the next step. And that's winning the next event and, and trying to find a way to win a fifth world championship. It's been 10 years since we won a championship. So I really want that bad. And, and everybody that asks me, is it a distraction to worry about the record? It's not because if you win the race, 
you set the record. If you win the race, you get the most points. And that goes towards a championship. So it's all good, and it's just fine to worry about it and think about it. You've talked about it a couple times now in how, you know, maybe I should have done this a little bit sooner. Maybe that number 98 should have been a few races ago. However, you also brought up how the class, Pro Stock, is the most competitive it's been possibly ever. So isn't it nicer now? I mean, I don't know. Everybody's competitive minds are so different. They're so unique. But do you think it's a little bit nicer now to get wins when they're harder to come by versus rolling over the field? Absolutely. Positively. You know, there's a lot of great years there where we were just flat expected to win. If we didn't, it was a huge disappointment. And that's not the way it is anymore. You now, you now know when you roll into a race and you qualify, whether you qualify first or 16th, you still got a great chance of winning that race. And there's so many young, young kids. I mean, talent, unbelievable in this class right now. And, and what's different now than it was, you know, years ago when young talent came into the class, they're coming into the class. They're jumping into race cars that are absolutely the best that can be built. They're jumping into an engine. They have an engine that's the same engine that I have, the same engine that Eric Anders has, and not one horsepower less. So they're jumping into a great opportunity to win right off the bat, and that didn't happen years ago. So all those things have made the class 100% better. They've made it way harder to win, but they've made the class 10 times better. So, you know, I take a lot of credit for that, too, between us here at KB Racing and, and, and Elite Motorsports. We've, you know, basically decided to lease the same exact equipment that we race ourselves. And it's, uh, it's, it's really even the, the pack out and it's made it tough to win, but it's made the class fantastic. Greg Anderson, are you going to be racing uh, in your seventies? Like John? <laughs> <laughs> I think I can go out on a limb and say, no, that, that, that's, uh, that's asking too much. And, you know, I know John force is still getting it done. He's 70, whatever, and he's still getting it done, but, I don't think I can already see that it's it's harder to do the things I used to do, and and you know I can still cut a light, but I can't cut it every time anymore. It, it's it's like that country song. I'm I'm good once, but I'm not as good as I once was, or some damn thing like that. That's kind of the way it is. When you get old, you can still do it, and you can still string together a few in a row, but to do it every time, every single time, those days are gone. They're gone with the youth. Have you changed the way you train for this? I do. I, I work at it a lot harder because I've had to. And, and, you know, the bottom line is every one of these young cats can go out there. They can be double O. They can be teen on the light. They have a car that's just as fast as me. If I can't find a way to do that, I can't win. So I've had to find a way. It's, it's just, you know, the price of poker went up and, and I had to find a new way to reinvent myself and find a way to, to cut a light. And, and I'm, you know, I've made progress on it where I can still do it. But like I say, I, I just haven't been able to cross that bridge where I can do it every single time. And uh, that's what you want to get to. That's what I'm trying to get to. But I've at least gotten halfway where I can do it sometimes. You're going to keep it a secret <laughs> or are you going to do a Zoom seminar and tell us all? How to <laughs> it changes every day. Uh, that is the God's <laughs> honest truth. When I go to a race and I, and I do well, I say, OK, well, I'll stick to that formula. See if I can do it again next week, and then I go the next week, and I can't do it again. So now I got to go home, and I got to reinvent a new way of driving again, a new way to let my foot off the clutch, a new way to think about things, a new way to stare at the tree. And it's it's crazy how you just got to keep reinventing yourself. But that's been it for me. There hasn't been one sim- simple thing that's worked, at least not long term. It's worked for a race or two in a row, and then all of a sudden you got to find something new. Has there ever wow. been a time, Greg Anderson? 98 wins, NHRA Pro Stalker joining us here in the Freak Nation. Has there ever been a time such as this where the class shares so much 
technology and information with people in the same field? Because it just seems like everyone's got their hands on something that Greg Anderson's doing. Absolutely not. And, and, and I can think back to when we had all our, I guess you call them glory years or whatever, when we were able to win. I, I guess I won 15 races in one year. Well, all I had to worry about and all Jason Line and, my, and myself and my crew chief, Rob Downing, had to worry about was finding a way to make Greg Anderson's car the best it could be. Didn't worry about anything else. Hmm. And it's not like that anymore. I spend 90% of my time nowadays trying to figure out how to make my rental customers fast enough to beat me. And so it's just a crazy formula. And it's uh, it's hard to to take that bite and, and, and to swallow your pride and just give up that, that soul, it's all about me type of deal. Because it's just not anymore. It, it's about all your rental customers. And it's about keeping the class great and keeping the class interesting to everybody and trying to attract more newcomers to the class. I, I, it's, it's absolutely in spades, save the class, made the class the best class that NHRA has. So how can I argue with it? Even though it's made it very much difficult for Greg Anderson to win every week, it, it's absolutely made the class better. And, and now we have a future, which two, three years ago, I couldn't say that. Right. Well, when did you come to this realization that this is what needed to happen? Because like you just alluded to, that's not an easy realization to come to. But your long legacy in this sport, it might not be your championships as much as it is you saving pro stock. Yeah, honest to God, we really feel that way. And Richard Freeman feels that way, too, you know, with Elite Motorsports. It's, it's a heck of a decision we made. And now that we look back at it, how did we come to that? How did we come to grips with doing that? That that's the amazing part that we actually bought in. We we you know, I, I can't remember you know if he floated the idea first or if I did or we did it together or what. But how did we actually agree to do this and then follow through and absolutely do it and do it to the best of our, of our ability? That's that's the amazing part to me. And, and if you told you know one of the other classes, you know Top Fuel Funny Car, they, they're kind of in a little bit of trouble this year where they're struggling to get enough cars at, at the races and things. And, and I think to myself, you know, we showed them what the formula was, but if you're Don Schumacher or you're, you know, one of the top owners out there and all you've worried about all these years is trying to make my team as fast as I can make it, my number one driver as fast mm-hmm. as I can, how do I bite that bullet and say, you know what, it's not about him anymore. It's not about her anymore. It's about the entire class. So it, we showed them how to do it, but I can't imagine anybody else is going to be crazy enough to do what we did. The one thing is that the NHRA has spent years promoting technology and speed and horsepower, but we found out in 21 years that they have some of the best personalities in the driver's seat. Do you think the NHRA is spending too much time promoting speed when they got some great personalities out there that could help sell the sport? Yeah, you're probably right there. That's probably where we missed the boat, where NASCAR went down the, the different road and they promoted all the drivers. But I, I tell myself all the time as I'm I'm at these drag races or, if you know, for whatever reason, like today, I, I sat home. I'm not at the race at Bristol. They're racing in Bristol and Pro Stock's not there, right? So I actually sat home and watched the race. And, and I'm thinking to myself, first of all, it, it's so much different in person than it is on TV, but I could actually put myself on the grounds and feel it. And, and it's the sport itself, the, the 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 feel, the smell, the 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 sensitivity of it, there's nothing that compares to it. There's no other sport, not NASCAR, not any other motorsport out there that compares to the product that we have. So then I think, well, how do we not focus on that's the product? That's what makes NHRA great. But as we've done that, we've we've probably missed 
you know, the opportunity to promote the drivers and, and their personalities. So, you know, I guess you got to give NASCAR credit. They did a great job promoting their personalities and they got huge and they're still huge. So how can you argue against that? So, yeah, we probably missed the boat a little bit there, but you know what? It's never too late. But how would you, Greg Anderson, how would you promote Greg Anderson, the driver? And would Brittany, your daughter, agree? Because isn't she the one that used to wear the Erica Enders shirts around your pits? <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. I am uh, I lack a little personality, probably. I'm not certainly a John Force out there. I'm not going to be that 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 outgoing personality that, that sells tickets just every time he opens his mouth. I'm not going to be that guy, but there's still a lot of interesting stories. You know, people need to know your families. They need to know, you know, obviously my wife, Kim, everybody's seen her at the racetrack, but but nobody really knows her. Nobody knows my daughter, Brittany. Nobody knows my son, Cody, that well. So, you know, we need to expose all that stuff, just like every other racer in the class does. It's not all about us. It's about everybody that works on these teams and all their families. I mean, everybody, everybody that works on this race team, including me, our families have given up pretty much 90% of their lives to support our dream you know, to support our habit, basically, and uh, the sacrifices they go through and, you know, the life that we have off of the racetrack. It's, it's something that needs to be shown, and there's no question that, that NASCAR does a heck of a lot better job of doing that. But like I say, it's, it's never too late. We can certainly start doing that anytime. Is NASCAR NHRA's competition, or is uh, the uh, NFL or NBA, uh, all other forms of entertainment, you're yeah. all after the same audience. Uh, is NASCAR your competition for that audience? Well, I, I guess I just you know I, I I bring it down to the racing industry, and, and they're the they're the big brother. They're 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 the ones that got the biggest. They're the ones that that got the big TV contract, and, and you know their household names. So they're the ones I look Greg, at. Let me, let me, Greg, let me jump in here a minute. You yep. have, you have to sell sponsorships. Uh, I guess you're a participant in that. A program, do you compete against NASCAR or do you compete against uh, all other forms of entertainment when you try to sell these sponsorships? I feel that we do compete against NASCAR and, you know, maybe it shouldn't be that way. Maybe we need to open our, our eyes and, and it's just that, it, that, you know, and I'm a huge football fan, right? But I, I look at football as the, as the top of the heap. That's the number one sport. How are you going to cut into their to their niche that they've got. How are you going to cut into their audience? That's very difficult. I can't stop watching it myself. So how is anybody else going to stop watching it? So I don't know how you cut into that as far as the sponsorship dollars. I, I think the best sales package we have is people coming to the racetrack and they see a sport that is unlike none other. There's no other sport like drag racing. The Like I said, the smell, the, the sense, the feel, the, the, the noise is just – there, there's nothing that can compare to that. The product is 10, 10 times better than any other motorsport. Is it better than NFL football? It's different strokes for different folks. It is in my book, but, you know, different strokes for different folks. But as far as, as a motorsport, I think it's the best one. And we just – TV doesn't do it justice. You know that. Right. You can't smell anything. You can't feel anything on TV. Or you see the hits and everything on, on football on TV. You, you actually feel them, the bone-jarring – crushing hits that they go through. So it's a completely different deal, but our sport, you have to be there. You got to be on the grounds and then you understand it. It's still true to this day. I've never taken anyone to a, to an NHRA drag race for their first time that those people didn't leave saying, man, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. That's the coolest sport I've ever seen. I want to come back. I've never had anybody say 
that's not for me. I don't think I want to come back. Not one yet. So that's got to tell you right there is pretty special. But I love hearing this conversation and then looking at the sponsor on your shirt of Hendrick Cars. And of course, we're talking about Rick Hendrick, who is a NASCAR team owner. Essentially, all boats rise on a high tide together. So you're you're not necessarily competing against NASCAR. You're building with them with some of those same eyeballs. And if you can bring somebody over from NASCAR who's never been to a drag race before, you know they're going to be hooked. Absolutely. And, and I know a lot of the guys, obviously, we're in Charlotte here. So I know a lot of the guys that work on all these these NASCAR teams. And, you know, during their downtime in the garage, they're watching drag racing. During our downtime mm-hmm. in, in our trailers at the racetrack, we're watching NASCAR. So it intermingles, it intertwines. We watch each other, we respect each other. And now with with, with Rick Hendrick jumping into drag racing and, and supporting my operation here and, and becoming a partner with me, that's it's really the, it's made this year, I think, probably the coolest year I've had. I I, I can't oh. thank Summit enough for all the great years they've They've had with me and they're still on board. And I always said it's the very best sponsor you could ever have in the world. But if you got to go to a plan B finally, after all those years, how could you possibly hope to get a better sponsor <laughs> than Rick Hendrick and at HendrickCars.com? It's, it's, it's number one in my book. He's the coolest dude I ever met. If you guys, obviously, you probably met him. He's one of those guys that you'll never hear anybody say a bad word about. And, and those are the kind of people we like. And all his employees are the same way. They're classed from top to, from top to bottom. And they're just great people, and it's it's fantastic. And I'm I'm absolutely honored, completely honored to have him on the side of my race car. And he knew, you know, when he jumped on my car, he knew that something big was going to happen this year with me and, and with our race team. And he was right. He's no dummy, let me tell you. He's a smart man. He's a smart individual. And he jumped on for the ride, and we've got a special year going. And now we hope to cap it off. And, and I just finished watching Kyle Larson dominate again, completely crush him at Texas this year. And, and – it just makes you so f- proud to to basically be a part of that team, a part of that organization, and, and to, to wear the same sponsor that Kyle Larson's wearing. You know, he's he's the odds-on favorite this year to win the championship, and I've got a great chance. If we could go on and somehow find a way for both of us to get it done, what a stroke yeah. of genius again by Rick Hendrick. You know, You're going to swap cars with Kyle Larson? You're going to let him drive your pro stock car? I told him the other day that he is more than welcome. The keys are always in it. And come on over and give it a shot. He drives anything. You guys know him. He's from your area out there. He can drive the wheels off of anything. And I've watched him for a long time driving go-karts and every single kind of vehicle there is. And he absolutely is a wheel man. And, and Rick Hendrick's a genius for hiring him this year. It's really that simple. And, yeah, I, I'd hand the keys to my car and him in an instant. Fingers crossed Kyle Larson can get it done. Now that he's locked into the Final Four in Phoenix, that's one weekend, if I have done my calendar right, that's one weekend before your finals in Pomona. So let's have Kyle wrap it up in Phoenix and then come join you in Southern California for your finals. That's right. And that's that's different this year. They've always finished the week after us. This year, for whatever reason, they're going to finish the week before. So the way I got it scheduled out, they're all going to have an off weekend when we're trying to finish up. So, yeah, we'll see if we can get them out there to support us and yes. see if we can bring home that championship. Is there technology, Greg Anderson, pro stalker, joining us here in the Freak, Na- Freak Nation, is there technology that you share or that Rick Hendricks' uh, cup teams, stock car teams, share between you and and Rick? I, I, I can't hear you, Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, huh. uh, our connection. <laughs> Rick? Uh-huh. Okay. Listen, Greg. <laughs> why would that be why would that be secretive? Why why can't you say that yes, 
Rick Hendricks shares with uh, Greg Anderson. No, we're, we're not, honestly, Kenny. We're not. But but quite honestly, as we go forward, if there's a future together with us, there will absolutely positively be back and forth going on between the two of us. There is absolutely always something I can learn from someone else. And some, some somebody can always learn something from, from another person, everybody. I, I right. believe that all my life. That's the truth. And a great organization like that, how could I be stupid enough to not try to tap into that? That that would be a complete missed opportunity. So, yes, we're, we're definitely going to address that. We have not yet, Kenny, but, but mm. we will definitely. <laughs> yeah, but I'm seeing a lot of stuff symbiotically come around here. Tony Stewart just joined the NHRA ranks officially this week. I, Rick, come on, man. Greg, come on. Let, you and Greg, let's do this. I hear you. I, I, I like it. I, I like this NASCAR tie-in. I like the. The technology tie-in, it's its great for our future. As I said, two, three years ago, things were looking a little grim, you know, and then COVID hit, and oh, my God, could this be the end? So I don't feel that way anymore. I feel fantastic, and I'm, I'm having more fun this year racing than I've had in a lot of years. I'm having a blast driving this car, and, and I'm just proud as a peacock to be displaying the colors I'm displaying. That's We've cool. been strong proponents of sharing the racetrack with other series, whether it's drag racing and IndyCar, IndyCar, NASCAR. Sonoma would be a perfect fit for that. And there's other tracks, at least in the same area where you on the same weekend, you yeah. could have a, you know, a race in, in Indianapolis, an IndyCar race, a cup race, and an NHRA race, not necessarily yeah. the same track. Yeah. Where does Greg Anderson stand on that? Wouldn't you like to join up with one of those other series? I would absolutely love it. Uh, like I say, we spend a lot of our time watching them and in all our downtime, and, and I know they do too. So they would love to see it. We would love to see it. What's the hold up? Let's make it happen. Yes. See if you can make that happen, Kenny. Damn. <laughs> Listen, man, we're celebrating 21 years, Broham. That's the only thing I'm focused on It's going for 22. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to numbers. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> What's the greatest gift Warren Johnson's given to you for Christmas, oh, Greg Anderson? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know, Kenny. It's been so long. I can't. That was another life. That, that was a complete another life. That's how I look at that. This is a whole, it's like I was reborn again. This is right. a second chance Boom. at life. And I had a great life there, but this is an even better one. So I don't know. He, he was great to me. I'm not never going to say anything bad about the man. I learned a ton from him. I respect the hell out of him. And uh, if he never calls, he never calls. I guess mm -hmm. I'll, I'll be all right with that. <laughs> One thing you learned from him. You said it was a ton. One thing you learned from him. Let's hear one ounce of that ton. But the thing that I, I think is the most important thing I learned from him and, and I'm the most proud of is basically I, I, I come to the you know, I don't know if he said it directly to me or I just learned it through observing or living it or whatever, but you have to surround yourself with good people. If you want to succeed in life, hmm. absolutely the key to succeeding is life is surrounding yourself with good people. And that's what I'm the most proud of with this KB racing team I've built is, is the people I've surrounded myself with. All they do is make me look good. So it, it, that's just, that's the winning formula right there. And that's what I'm the most proud of. And that's the number one thing I learned from WJ University. Wow. Is Kim in the room? She's right outside there somewhere. Hey, babe. Can we end this thing looking at uh, Hang on. Talk, talking to Kim? Hang on. Let me fetch her. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and the dogs, too. Oh, all right. Get <laughs> those trophies. <laughs> wow. Hey. Love it. What kind of chair? Is it like, like a deck chair he's sitting in? Oh, man. 
That's that's an easy chair to kick back and mm. put his feet up on the desk and be like, ah, oh, this is the life. Right. That's that's exactly what that chair is. Man. Yeah, look at all those wallies back there, too. Mm. And you see Summit, you see Full Throttle, you see Mellow Yellow, you see, I'm sure Powerade is in there somewhere, too. It's amazing. Right. Hey! Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi. There's the wee one, too. We, we hey, hi. Just... hi. I know. Hi, everybody. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Look at those boys. I love those dogs. We You'll just... notice Kenny's not raising his left shoulder. Oh, he's not? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> yep. Right there. Yeah. Kenny, why we'll, is that? We'll stop there. <laughs> that's, that's not good. No, it's not, frankly. No. It isn't. Isn't any good. Okay, so where's everybody at? So are y'all all in Phoenix? Where are you? Where are you guys on? Kenny's in Phoenix. You see the Ohio map there? That's where I am. Columbus. I'm sorry. I'm not okay. There's a lot going on on the screen. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay, I gotta make sure everybody's wearing nice clothes and uh, Crasher, oh, Crasher and I are in Phoenix, Stats in Columbus, and you guys are hanging out there in uh, North Carolina. In NC. Yeah. God's NC. country right here. Really? Yes. Cold. It is cold. It is cold. Is Wait there, a minute! It was cold in Bristol today. That's right. Yeah, I thought we got to sixty in Bristol today. Yeah. Yeah. They had all had jackets on, so I know. Right. You know what this one's been doing all day? Mm. Yes. Tell. Uh, NASCAR race, football game, drag race, and now golf. And then I got another football game. This is what this guy's been doing all day long, sitting in front of the TV. His finger is really tired from changing TV channels. <laughs> How many TV sets did it take to watch all of that? Oh my gosh, he is like. I need more TVs. You're right. He yeah. needs to go to a race. You hear that? Oh. I need more TVs. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, it's, I've never seen him sit so much. I mean, literally, he went. But hold on, though. He kind of earned it with number okay. 98, though, right? I totally agree. I totally agree. But he did go to work this morning. He kind of okay. broke it to me. He usually takes Sundays off, but he had to go to work today. But he got home before the football game started, though. <laughs> no, it was halftime. No, it wasn't. Oh, boy. <laughs> and sorry about your Panthers, too, losing in overtime. I, I, I was actually okay with it because they lost to my Minnesota Vikings. Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I said, you've lived here in North Carolina longer than you did in Minnesota. He's like, well, I know. <laughs> yeah, but you can't give up that first love of you the can. Vikings. It's tough. I don't know what it is. It's tough. It's a mess. Anyway, that's good. Well, you guys all look good. Yeah, well, you hey, guys too. We just we, we we've been talking to you for twenty plus years, and we couldn't end it with your 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 better half. Yep, Mr. Anderson. You know what? I really hope y'all talk to us. What November fourth, mm -hmm. eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth, yeah, thirteenth. Yeah, I'm hoping we get to chat with you guys. Right, so <laughs> we. Badass. And bring the dogs back for that one too. I know, right? Aren't they cute? They're yes. little. <laughs> this is Gracie, and this is Harley. This is Greg's, by the way. He is, that's all about his boy right there. He's, yeah. So does Harley a football fan too? Oh, look at that. Oh, look oh, at my that. Goodness. Yes, he is. Is he losing his man card right now? I yeah, it's, it's gone. <laughs> no. no. 
Yeah, Nothing better than animals. Come on. Sometimes they're a little better than humans, actually. <laughs> Sometimes. Most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. Most of the time. Are you guys coming out to a race or no? Are y'all, are y'all going to y'all coming out like to a drag race? Maybe Pomona. It, maybe hopefully Pomona. Pomona. Since you've been to the Pomona race. Yeah. yeah. Please come over and say hi, please. We'd love to. Yeah, please come say hi. Well, it's good to see you. Now, will you guys be coming to Phoenix next year? Is that part of the pro stock? Yes. Yes. Finally, <gasps> okay, get to go good. back. As long as you hold the race, good God. Right. I know, I know. Mm. Yep. So are y'all like, do you have to wear a mask everywhere? Or are you Mm-mm. guys, no, we're not here. We do in, in, in certain occasions, but no, it's not mandatory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm hoping when we get to California, it's not like that. Right. It's not. Oh, now, right. Downtown Charlotte, they are. They're really kind of strict down there, but not up here in the country world. So. <laughs> Mooresville, baby. Mooresville, yeah. The Ville. Yeah. We're in one of these vills. Anyway. <laughs> Greg, damn it! Let's yeah, let's uh, we'll hopefully hold your wife to that. That uh, yes. we'll, we'll talk to you. It's a uh, date, come, guys. It's come a November, date. right? Cross your fingers. But don't forget to come see us if you come to California. Right. Okay. It's right. nice to see you guys. Good Happy to see Sunday. Happy awesome Sunday. seeing you Back guys. Back at you, <laughs> right. Greg thanks, Anderson. Guys. Greg, thanks, buddy. Thank you, guys. Good to see y'all. <laughs> see Bye. Kim. All right, bye-bye. Have a good night. Bye. You guys, too. Bye-bye.